Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another, as Kate puts it, mid-season edition <laughs> of the NXT Sour Graps post-show dealy after-party thing. That happens on the Fightful YouTube. That's the official title of the show. Um, yeah, we're just we're just right back into the doldrums. You get you gave us you gave us one 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 week respite after your biggest show of the year, and we're right back mm-hmm. into it. Kate, how are you doing? Oh, you know, yeah, we're back in mid-season form, as I said here on the old NXT. And case stand deliver made you feel something. They were like, nah, we're going to take that right away from you. But I'm doing well other than that. Um, it just shows like today make me sincerely sad for the wrestlers. Like, sincerely. Like, so many spots on the show, the women's tag ma- or the women's championship match, the tag gauntlet at the end. It, it genuinely makes me upset. Um, not like in a, I let wrestling control my wife, my wife. I don't let wrestling control my wife or my life. Um, but it is, these are people with jobs that were told that if they try hard and get really good at their job, good things will happen to them. And that's just the biggest lie that you, <laughs> you could ever sucker someone into. And we just saw it all over the place tonight. And um, yeah, it was, it's just... How many times can we say the in-ring action was great, the wrestlers are great, but the booking and the creative are terrible? Like, I just, we say it three times a week minimum, I feel like, and this episode was just absolutely, absolutely wrought with that. That being said, guys, get in your super chats, (laughs) get in your humper chats, leave a thumbs up on this video, because we're going to do whatever this is now, whatever wrestling variety show that we do because it's not a review show because if we did a review show we would say the same thing every week oh my gosh 
Carmelo Hayes, Brom Breaker, and Diamond Mine are so over. What is with the booking on the show? That would be a review show. But you're here for the fun and for the love of Kalex, and we appreciate that about you. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, show us how much you love us by 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 donating money so we will talk about the thing you want us to talk about. And then, you know, you can send in little things and request impressions or me singing a song or whatever. Uh, would you like Linda and Sheila to break down any specific segment on the show? Uh, let us know. Uh, if you want but... Linda and Sheila just to have a breakdown, I think that <laughs> might even be in the cards today. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So um I I wanna okay. So um <laughs> I'm not where do we even start? I'm not this is like a a a a a, a word of uh, a word of uh, warning is the wrong way, just just a caveat to start the evening. Not getting into all the details of the of the whatnot of uh, Nash Carter being let go. We're just not going to do it. I'm not I'm not going to do here and say like um, breaking down all the crap that was all over social media on both sides. I'm not parsing any of that. Um, the report has been that all of that, by the way, wasn't even really the reason he was let go. It was that he was dumb enough to to do a Hitler salute with a Hitler mustache and take a photo of it and make it available for anyone to have, regardless of how it got out. Just a bad idea all around. Just a bad idea. I'm going to say it was a big recipe of stupidity. Like that a lot of things were working against Nash Carter and he was released. Um, a couple of things. I feel really bad for Wesley. Yes. Um, uh, and I, 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 I think that um, I think we all are know the writing on the wall with Ricochet and the Intercontinental title on SmackDown. He's not going to have that for much longer. Um, so when that's gone, I think they should call up Wesley, pair him with Ricochet and let them go on a tear as a babyface tag team. And like if you built to Wesley and Ricochet versus the Usos at SummerSlam, you're telling me that wouldn't be a hell of a lot of fun. To watch that, th- I, th- I think that could be awesome. I'm just saying there are things for him to do that don't require him to be part of MSK in under the WWE umbrella. Also, as I said to you, Kate, I feel really bad for all those uh, retirees and senior citizens who make up the heaviest part of the demographic in NXT viewership who don't have social media, had no idea what's been going on since last Tuesday, and tune in and go like, well, where? What, what happened? I really liked those boys. They went on a journey to find the shaman and like, listen, like if you're going to do a show, no, and you no, say, no, 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 we're not putting down your old man voice that quickly. It's too <laughs> no, good. It's no, I'm too not doing it. I'm not doing it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't make too much light of the situation other than the fact that uh, WWD and NXT choosing to just say that they've been vacated and then just like yada, yada, Past all that to we're having a gauntlet match tonight. Somehow was not the worst. It was not the worst instance of them yada yadaing something <laughs> tonight. So that's all we're going to talk about that. Please find some other thing to super chat or humper chat about. But that's that's all we're going to talk about. That, the MSK thing, we're just not going to talk about it anymore. Okay? Just everybody knows, don't want to get into it. 
Valid Thanks. salad. Now. And that doesn't mean like be cute and talk about it in the chat, but not to us. That means we're not talking about it tonight. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's not let's not do that. Okay. So uh, we'll start out with the first half of the JW Pringle saga. Says uh, two hours of the worst wrestling TV to get to two hours of the best SGS fun. Paul Elizabeth, it's a struggle to have fun sometimes, but we'll have a great time. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Guys, my dad rules, okay? I know you guys know that, but yeah. I just saw my parents over the weekend. They watched my dog while I had my first commentary gig, which was really fun. And it was just nice to see them in person and remind myself in like face-to-face -face how much they rule. And good news, my dad still rules. So, yes. Checked in. Turns out my dad still rules. Awesome. Well, Shot Kid is like, is that Excite commentator and future Mrs. Dan Barry Elizabeth, Kid Elizabeth? On a sour note, why wasn't GYV in tonight's tag title match? Because WWE hates us. That That's is why. true. That's I'm not really engaged to Dan Barry, by the way. <laughs> Just feel the need to clarify. Oh, come on. Well, people at his work have like asked where he's registered. So I feel the need to clarify. Fair that Dan Bear and I are not actually engaged yet, but um, right. we I was playing FMK with my Wednesday night podcast host, and he responded, K me, please. And I said, I'm going to marry you. That's so much worse. And ever since then, um, we've been engaged. But you can hear me talk about how hot his Twitter fiance is on commentary at twitch.tv backslash excite wrestling. <laughs> Uh, Paul Hensler says, uh, Sir Pringle, SGS forever. We're down one of the Marks, but we're plowing through. Yes, the Council of Marks, Mark Losper, Shabugan, regrets to inform us that he has a training session to run, so he won't be around for a lot of this. That being said, he says, it's good to know that you will undoubtedly still be going when I'm finished. Have a great <laughs> show. It sounds like NXT didn't. Yeah, well, you know. And Mark Quill says, Mark Losper, um, uh, on behalf of the Council of Marks, we send our regards, fellow Mark, in Kark Mark, Mark we trust. I love you guys so much. We have the best fans in the world. The best. Um, so, uh, what happened? You know what I like about our fans? They don't just go into business for themselves, nah. like the NXT fans do, nah. except for Matthew Plus, who definitely did. But, yeah, like, the NXT crowd has been insufferable the past yeah. two weeks. My goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, smoking great. Um, <laughs> so we got uh, we got um, uh, a few more uh, sour and humper chats before we get started on the whole thing. Let everybody trickle in and get our full complement of people who view this every week. Uh, Mark Quill says, "Just sending this mandated message to shout out Kate's New York Yankees for winning against my Blue Jays tonight." The Council of Markets sends their regards in Kark we trust. Um, and then MJ Johnson, who celebrated their birthday with us on the Sour Graps Fightful Select show last night, says, started my birthday sour and I get to end my birthday sour, LOL. NXT 2.0 makes me say WTF too much. Another year older. Another year more sour. Yeah. Wisdom? Who cares about wisdom? Yeah. Sourness uh, is where it's at. Uh, Graham B says NXT blows. Please just say Sands of Time to make my Tuesday. 
hands off time. There you go. Tuesday made. Um, so we get um we got a uh, uh, the first match of the night was Cameron Grimes and Solo Sokoa. Uh Solo Uso, Blonde Uso. Blonde. Um, and um this I really liked to start uh start out with because um I liked the energy that they gave this match last week of Hey, I respect you. You're you're a great champion, but a great champion needs a great challenger. I'm going to challenge you for that belt. Cameron Grimes is like, absolutely, you're. I, I respect you as well. Let's have a great match. And they did like the first five minutes of the match, which was one of those little standoff things. And then Cameron Grimes says, "Hey, I respect you, um, but your bloodline can kiss my ass." But the best part about all this, and best slash worst part about all this, Kate, was uh, was Cameron Graham says, "Hey, I respect you." And then he did the 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 international uh, symbol for doing heroin, like he was like, "Hey, hey, I respect you, but your bloodline can kiss my ass." And I was like, "Wait, wait a minute! There are other veins you have on your body." Cameron, you don't have to do, hey, man, I'm going to shoot up that bloodline of yours. Um, but, but the other thing about it, oh, great. My fluorescent light is going out above me. That'll be fun all night. Um, the light above all of us watching yes, NXT was is, slowly dimming out. all day. It is burning out. Um, but uh, they had a really good thing going where everybody was cheering for both guys. And it was going to be kind of one of those both these guys matches. Um, and, uh, instead they were like, well, we got to turn Cameron Grimes heel and, and like, you know, say you can kiss your whole family can kiss my ass. And so by the end of the, of the match, people were booing Cameron Grimes, who is an organically over fan favorite baby face. Now, I don't think the crowd reaction he got during this match will carry over. But it's a really odd choice to decide, hey, this guy who spent years getting over organically with the crowd, let's have him do something in the match to make them boo him. Even for five minutes. It's a weird thing for them to do. Um. So, okay. So, I really like a lot of this match. Cameron Grimes sold a turnbuckle spot like Bret Hart. I loved it. Um, Solo Sokoa is great. We say it week after week. I really liked what was happening in this match. I didn't view the kiss my ass thing as something that was supposed to get heat. I think it just ended up getting the well, wrong reaction. Cause regard, I felt like that yeah. was more on him saying like Roman Reigns, who is a heel sure. can kiss my ass. Regardless. It got heat. It got heat. Yeah. It got heat. Yeah. But the full sale crowd kind of sucks. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's like headed down the mountain for a heel turn or anything like that, but it did. I think Solo Sokoa not going over here was the right call, obviously. I think that was pretty obvious that that was going to be what the booking was. I think that Solo Sokoa has something special to him. Like, I thought he would just naturally go up into the bloodline picture and just be a guy who was around fighting people on Roman's behalf if he was injured or whatever. Like, all the things that we've played around with. I think he really is going to blossom into something more than that if they allow it he really has a strong handle on this this was some of the best selling i've seen him do i felt like he just really 
the past like couple matches we've seen from him, he's really gotten the storytelling part of this down, like the in every aspect storytelling part of this down. So I just hope that they give him something that he can sink his teeth into on the main roster. I hope he goes up sooner rather than later because it's like, okay, if they're going to unify the tag belts and Roman unified the main championships, like just if it's going to feel that important, why wouldn't you call up someone who's naturally a part of the story? If they are setting up the rock, which makes you want to jump off a bridge, you might as well call the rest of the bloodline up. It makes sense. What I didn't appreciate about this match was that the rest of the show was completely downhill from here, and it gave me a false sense of hope that maybe good things were happening. It, uh, that was not the case at all. And <laughs> I am mad at them for making me like a thing that happened because I can't just hate the whole episode. I had my hopes up like an idiot, and as usual, they came crashing down. Back to you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the batted to one jam beard says, is it heel of Grimes to say kiss my ass that was usual kiss my grits? And apparently he said kiss my grits while pointing at his at his ass. So um you understand my confusion. I I, I if he had pointed at a, at a bowl of grits, I probably would have thought he said kiss my grits, but he pointed at his ass. So I just I I that's I conflated the two. Well, now I'm not confused about heels and faces. Now I'm confused as if asses and grits are the same because they taste the same. <laughs> Look, if you have to put that much stuff on grits to make it taste good, grits don't taste good. The stuff you're putting on it tastes good. That's like being like, oh, tofu on its own is fantastic. No, that's a load of crap. Everybody puts like gravy or like bacon and all this stuff on them which is the highest form of cheating if you put that stuff on a yankee candle the yankee candle would be delicious you can't just do that hey uh how do you like your grits regular creamy or al dente the only thing i i know about grits is the whole scene in my cousin Vinny. that's all i know that's it. I don't, I, that's all I know. I don't know anything about grits. Never tasted them. Don't know anything about them. Um, <laughs> uh, Some people are asking what grits are. That water soaks into a grit at the, twice the speed in your kitchen as anywhere else on the planet Earth. Um. Uh. Anyway. Uh. So I started an existential crisis for people. In the the batter to one jam beard says, wait, wait, wait. Are we just going to brush by the fact that Kate knows that grits and ass taste different? <laughs> this is secondhand from Billy Gunn. Okay. <laughs> Josh Weaver says, I'm from the South and I don't like grits either. So there you go. Thank you, Josh Weaver, for being an honest Southerner. Because a lot of them will lie to you <laughs> and tell you that grits are delicious. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. Um, here's what's not delicious, Kate. The rest um, of the show. Well, that especially if specifically we we're, we're getting a, honestly, I thought a pretty good match, uh, at, at this point. And then Trick Williams shows up and 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 stops Sosakoa from trying his, his big ooze splash. And then Carmelo Hayes shows up after Cameron Grimes is able to take advantage of Trick Williams. Um, uh, distracting Sosakoa. So that's how Cameron Grimes wins via distraction. Uh, and then Camarillo Hayes shows up and he and Trick Williams beat the hell out of both Sosakoa and uh, Cameron Grimes. So we're probably getting a tag match next week. 
I would assume, uh, because that's how they book shit. Um, I'm happy Carmelo Hayes is still around, but I don't get is why the hell he still wants this North American title. You lost it. it you didn't get pinned for, any, for it at all. So you, my friend, get to move up to the big title. And that's what you should be doing. He but, doesn't even care about that title because whatever title he has is the A title. Uh, He's flat out said it doesn't matter which title he has. It just has to be his. So why would you be like, no, I need that one back? Why wouldn't you be like, I'm going to go get another title and make that the A title? Um, Jake Glazar says, grits are delicious. Don't like these fake Southerners fool you. They're bad. Yeah. They're not good. Um, and I've had them in Southern towns, by the way. A lot of people are like, well, yeah, Jersey grits are probably gross. I had them in Nashville. I tried it twice. And... Where else did I try them? I tried them in North Carolina once. They were not good. That's... Cardboard. If you like the taste of cardboard, they're great. I don't know what cardboard tastes like either. <laughs> oh, no. NXT was like, we took so many colors and put them in our logo that Alex has no color left. Jay go. Blood says, grits and ass do taste the same. Delicious. See, ask Jay Blood. He knows what grits and ass taste like. Um, so uh, we're gonna have to introduce the entire uh, group on Tuesdays to Matthew Plus. Uh, uh, Matthew Plus. Uh, uh, this is guy. This this guy. Uh, Matthew, we, we have a very good cop, bad cop thing going on. I'm trying to get him to come back to the world to the to the to the, he to calls the light side. Alan of... Katie. Listen, you have a much bigger problem with that than I do. But I'm just trying. I'm. Kate. You get more with sugar than you do with salt. So, um, Matthew Plus says, "You know, I was going to set this one out, but then I heard Caitlin put me down. Now I need you to give <laughs> to give you more money." Hashtag boycott sour graps. Wow, this guy. Uh, Jake Salazar says, "Matthew Plus, I challenge you to an extreme rules match. You may choose to accept. If you refuse, you have to start respecting the house of sour." Mark Losper says, "A shout out to Matthew Plus." COVID blows. Yes, Matthew Plus is now recovering from COVID. Uh, it says, hope that you feel better, mate. In kayfabe, your streaming service sucks. Wow. First of all, Matthew Plus is sick, so I hope he feels better, but <clears throat> I'm going to kick your ass. All right? I'm just going to say I'm going to kick your ass. I don't care what your schedule is. Okay, you can work here 16 days a year, 365 days a year. You could be Santa Claus and have his schedule even one day a year, Matthew Plus. I'm still going to kick your ass. That's from a CM Punk promo against yeah. The Rock. Matthew Plus says, why isn't the bloodline unifying the NXT title? That's a very good question. I think I think that uh, Solo Uso should win all the titles in NXT and then bring them to the main roster because we should unify all of the titles. All of them should be one title for male and female and also tag teams. One title. Roman Reigns should hold it for the next five years, and that way nobody will be relevant except for one guy. I have a better idea. Instead of unifying titles, you unify Usos. There only gets to be one Uso. There can, there can be only one. I'm sick of the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Unify them into one Uso, and yeah. that one Uso gets to walk around with Roman Reigns. And the mm. other two have to wear a mask. The bad to one Jim Beard says Solo Uso for unified Intercontinental champ? 
U.S. and I, I Intercontinental Champ. I mean, honestly, if they're going to run this gimmick, then run the whole way. It's terrible, but I don't like it. See, now, there's no, the other thing. No, 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 no. Just get rid of the brand split. Have one title that's a world title. Have one women's world title and have one tag world title. Cut it off there. Um, uh, Josh Weaver says, Alex's lights are having the aneurysm we're all having after tonight's NXT. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Um, it's it's a it's an old basement. The problem with this is that if I shut off that light, like at the source, it also shuts off electricity to the entire basement. So I'm just gonna have to deal with this for the next, and so are you, for the next hour and forty minutes. That's fine. I'll make a bunch of Malachi Black jokes. <laughs> oh my god, it's Brody King. If we only had a purple pin spot that could hit me in the face after there this light go. goes out. Or if Brett Lauderdale was there, he could go change your light for you because he's got yeah. light tubes everywhere. Yeah. So here we go. This is this is what we're going to be talking about, I think, all night. Is your takes on both uh, uh, ass and grits, <laughs> what they taste like, if they're good or they're bad. I am La Lucha says, native New Yorker here. Ass and grits are delish. Get it <laughs> together. No, H- my dad H- watches the show. We're not going to talk about eating ass all night, you creeps. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jake Salazar <laughs> says, uh, uh, yeah, y'all all also utter unsweet tea. So y'all about me to take me, make me turn heel and solve, gr- and solve criticism instead of racism. Like Cody, um, I, I listen, I don't know anybody who's ever ordered their tea unsweet. Like I've you, ordered you... unsweetened iced tea before because oh, the Lipton God. stuff that comes out of the fountain is not, it doesn't taste like iced tea. It's atrocious. Uh, you are Sheila. I would like an unsweet tea, please. Just unsweetened. The, the, the most bland brown water you could possibly no, find. No, here's first of all, the move is the Arnold Palmer. You get the half oh, iced tea lemonade situation. Yeah. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I'm probably not getting a whole lot of iced tea, but it tastes like just syrup if you get the stuff that's like out of the fountain. This is how good NXT was. We were talking yeah, no, about eating grits, ass, and unsweetened iced tea. Uh, Matthew Plus says, cardboard probably tastes better than this show. Hey, now, Matthew Plus. Nerd Wait, Guru says, NXT, though? to Matthew, no, he's talking about us. Uh, to Matthew Plus, feel better. However, your arms are just too short to box with Kate's bangs, a.k.a. God. <laughs> you knew the promo. Um... Every time yeah. you come back here, whenever you decide to grace us with your presence, Matthew Plus, I'm going to kick your ass because I'm the best in the world. You can make fun of my bangs and you can talk about Linda and Sheila and you can do your tired, lame-ash stick. I'm still yeah. going to kick your ass. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, here we go. More things about my lights. Jake Salazar says, with those lights, I guess Alex is now the official third member of Edge's stable. Please don't block me. Oh, I, I, I won't block you for that. Lights go down. Alex's house. Is there something with a mouse? <laughs> I don't know. That's a part of Cody's theme. It is, but but he's not part of Edge's stable. No, but your lights are going down. It, it uh, beckoned true. for the downstate that's, reference. That's true. That it's true. Uh, Orion Ben says, uh, Alex is now broadcasting from the spaceship Nostromo. Tom Skerritt going in the vents to find a little critter now. Um, yep, that's 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 where I live. I live on a, a old ass spaceship. Um, Jake Salazar says, grits actually taste better with ass. 
However you take your grits or however you take your ass, I don't know. Okay, here's here's something that's ass. The show. Not our show. Right. NXT. What happened at the end of the show last week, Kate? At the end of NXT last week, Kate? What happened at the end of NXT? Oh, God. Well, a Steiner was kidnapped. He was being, he was tied to a chair inside a, inside a cage. And he was being held prisoner by Joe Gacy and, and, and Harland. So what did I say, Kate? They better immediately address the whereabouts of Rick Steiner. And if he's still in the cage, like what steps have they taken to get him out of the cage? And if he's not in the cage, what steps did they use to extricate him? Also, have the police been called? It's just Braun Breaker coming down to the ring, angry as normal, shouting into a microphone, got a title on his shoulder. He says, now my pops is thankfully safe at home. But now I want to talk to Joe Gacy. Wait, hold on, hold on. So, hold on. He listened to Rusty Cage by Soundgarden, and he broke out and ran. (laughs) Wait a minute. So, Joe Gacy and Harlan kidnapped a man and held him hostage, tied to a chair in an actual cage, and a week later, he's home safe. Which, by by the way, that's the best possible outcome. I'm glad that Rick Steiner is all right. Yes, I think we all are relieved. But did they release him? Like, did they drive him out to the middle of the woods with a bag over his head and then, like, take the bag off and leave him there? Did, was there, a, was there an exchange of ransom? Um, did, 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 did they, like, figure out a way to, like, triangulate a cell phone signal and the SWAT team broke in? And by that point, Joe Gacy and Harlem were gone, but Rick Steiner was still there in the cage. Did, did, my own personal favorite, did Braun and Scott like dress up like friggin' like like commandos and go in under the cover of night and steal in there and break out Rick. There has to be some way that Rick Steiner is no longer hostage. And they just yada yada all over that, and I don't appreciate it. Okay, so I didn't have like a lot of faith in the Florida legal system for a lot of reasons beforehand. Racism. People just get eaten by crocodiles on the regular. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in Florida. But the fact that Grayson Waller got a restraining order against LA Knight for having a fight kind of in a wrestling ring, basically. And they were like, we're here to deliver that restraining order. But all of people getting kidnapped in the parking lot, people having, I mean, even the open fire Joe Gacy was having later in the show seems like some sort of violation that would warrant a ticket. Seems crazy, not to mention, who knows right. where Steiner was locked up. Was that was that in was that NXT backstage? I have so many questions and none of them are ever gonna be solved. Um they they could have come up with any explanation for, for how he got out or or whatever. Or or let's let's say here's the thing. Here's the thing that is the most um, has the most tension to it. If we don't know where he is, if he's there with Joe Gacy in the background of his little fireside chats, and in order to find out where Rick Steiner is, you've got to agree to a title match with me. And if you beat me, I will give you the address of where he is being held. Like, if you're going to do this angle, 
then friggin' do it. Don't just like, hey, I kidnapped your father. And that's the end of the show. And next week, <laughs> oh, thank God my father's okay. Like, that, you just released all of the tension you created. Like, it's so... Like, these guys are just... <sighs> Mark Bill says, new idea for a Peacock show. Law and Order NXT parking lot unit. Yo, Stabler? Stabler would be an awesome wrestler. For real, though. Would. I thought maybe they set Rick Steiner on fire. Well, yeah, because what were these fires to throw a ring in? All of them was to to throw a ring in. Because then there was up on this up on the screen. um, Can we just talk about these and get them out of the way? (laughs) Yeah, Joe Gacy up on the screen, and he's talking about whatever. You know, uh, the way your father handled the beating we gave him, it made me realize where you get it from. Why you're so resilient? Blah blah blah. By the way, I stole his Hall of Fame ring. I'm gonna dump. I'm gonna drop it in this fire right now. And then um, th- that was that was a bridge too far for Braun Breaker. <laughs> you you dropped my stop. You you kidnapped and apparently beat and tortured my father, and I'm angry at you. But you dropped his Hall of Fame ring into a fire. Oh boy, that was ridiculous. Why um, do we know where? I don't know. I have like, so many questions. Joe Gacy, I hope is there's a, a warrant out for his arrest because again he kidnapped caged tortured beat held hostage a man that's the that's illegal in any in any in any way you can't tell me that laws don't have as you said that laws don't apply here because they took out a restraining order they like do they do only sometimes only sometimes. J.W. Pringle says, kidnap your dad is the NXT version of I've Got Your Nose. Oh, no. That's so true. Uh, no one's kidnapping Paul Elizabeth, I'll tell you that. Josh much. Weaver says, Joe Gacy stole the source of all Rick Steiner's power, his Hall of Fame ring, which Hogan taught us in TNA, holds all the strength and talent of wrestling legends like in Space Jam. It's like a Captain Planet situation. <sighs> Suplex. <laughs> Steiner recliner. So With your um, powers combined. The the nerd guru uh, has a uh, has a, has a hypothesis. Go that on. Scott used Steiner math to unlock the cage code. And that's oh, how they like there the was like a little like combo lock on it. Yeah. That would make sense. And uh, Jake Salazar that uh, says that Joe Gacy only had an eight and no third percent chance of succeeding <laughs> at this little scheme. Uh, Josh Weaver says that Florida police don't have jurisdiction in the NXT parking lot. Um, and uh, batted to one jam beard says, despite all his rage, he's still just a dog faced gremlin in a cage. Guys, Soundgarden was better. Please, please go listen to Rusty Cage. It's a better song than that song. Um, Bill Alphabet says, laws in NXT, we don't need laws <laughs> um so uh yeah um <clears throat> chris robin says says sorry sgs tapped out after 45 minutes or so i started playing titanfall 2 and missed the beginning of this review show it's all right you can catch up later really it's just us chatting about yeah. about, about grits and how much they taste like ass um you know like all wrestling review yeah. shows Right, like all wrestling review shows. Um, 
Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm seeing some things in the chat saying that that was a musical heel turn. Chris Cornell is not the heel turn, my friends. Okay, Chris Cornell forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <sighs> Sorry, that was true. Mark Quill says, "If anyone ca- tried to kidnap Paul Elizabeth, uh, Paul, tall Paul would wait. Would kidnap, kidnap Paul Elizabeth. Tall Paul would kick the kidnappers' butts." And then there would there's the hate Kate would extricate on the kidnappers. Yeah. Yeah. No one's coming yeah. near my dad. Are you kidding no, me? True. Yeah. They fear him and they fear me even more. Adrenaline in my soul. Rick is in a dog cage. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> yep. Um lights so, go down at Alex's house. Then we see um uh um um uh, during the commercial break. Uh, we see Braun Breaker walking. He's she's just very angry, and he's walking. And he's walking out to the to the to the parking lot. I'm like, oh, is Harland going to attack him? Like hit him in the back of the head with a lead pipe, and then they're going to kidnap him? Like because you know the NXT parking lot can't be trusted. So that's that must be why they're doing this this thing. Otherwise, it would be kind of silly if I don't know. You had a camera follow him out to his car, and he says. Uh, get the camera out of my face. I got nothing for you. And it gets into his car and drives away without incident. It would be really silly if they were to show us something like that, Kate, is what I thought to myself. And then they showed us exactly that. And I was like, why was that on television? Okay. You know, because I got nothing. Um, And then later we see uh, another, another promo that I did not pay attention to because it's Joe Gacy. And then he took some some barbecue tongs and reached into his big open flame barrel and pulled out the, the Steiner Hall of Fame ring and put it on his pinky so it would burn him. Uh, yeah, just like just like that that uh, that that uh, German U-boat captain guy in Ritters of the Lost Ark who grabs the medallion and the medallion's burned into his skin, just like that guy. He would be Braun Brandedid. Class the Rose says, I don't I don't know why Braun was worried. We all know Hall of Fame rings can only be destroyed in the fires of Mount Doom. Fair. Uh fair James point. James Maurus says, Who came up with the Joe Gacy fireside chat promos? And how much do I have to pay to never see it again? Horrendous. Triggering the libs isn't a sufficient stand-in for having a legit character. Well, he's gotten beyond that, thankfully. However, it's not much better. Correct. It's just different. It's not, it's not that, it's not, not that, it's not that anymore. But well, and the creative took away any leverage he had to your point. Like if you don't have the guy, if you end one episode with the guy and you yeah. start the next episode with that guy's hall of fame ring, yeah, that's a significant downgrade. Yeah. And why would Braun Breaker give him what he wants? Why wouldn't he just be like, thank God my dad's okay. I hope he's chillaxing by Mandy Rose's pool. And be just relieved and set his dad up with some therapy at betterhelp.com or something. Like, why are we, <laughs> why would he be like, I'm going to grant you your match because you kidnapped and my dad who got released? No, like mm-hmm. the whole point of something that ridiculous is, as you said earlier, to leverage the situation to say, I'll let your dad go if you give me a title shot. And then it's like, oh, JK, no, we're not going to do that. It has to be a, you know, me and Harland versus you or whatever. Like, 
he should be kidnapped for multiple weeks and the stakes should keep getting more ridiculous and Braun should be going mad trying to get his father back out his rusty cage and run. Paul Elizabeth says, help me. I wandered in the NXT parking lot and they snatched me for ransom. Forced me to eat grits. Dad, I'll be right there. <laughs> and then a puke emoji. Because <laughs> um, grits are disgusting and my dad raised me right. Yeah, they um they have uh they've they basically have given uh Joe Gacy all of all of Bray Wyatt's like um non-spooky traits. Like just I'm gonna I'm gonna cut a very long rambling promo about human nature. From the and, grassy knoll before a pay-per-view. And then I'm gonna do something weird with a piece of jewelry I stole from a loved one. That I kidnapped and then released for no reason because it's all part of my master plan. Remember when he kidnapped Kane? When the entire Wyatt family kidnapped <laughs> Kane when they were feuding with the Brothers of Destruction? I was like, "This is cool. We're gonna see all of these videos of like, like with a camera mounted like at an angle all the way across some dungeon, and he's gonna be like beating the hell out of Kane. He's gonna be ch chained up like he's in a dungeon. He's like, Taker, come and find your brother. Don't you love your brother, Taker? And instead, the next Raw, he was just there. He was just back <laughs> on Raw again. They didn't do anything with it. Like there was this whole thing where like they all carried Kane up the ramp together, and then he just released him. It was fine. Because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing. Just what they do. So Jake Salazar says next week, they're gonna have Joe Gacy in a full Mr. Rogers outfit. Oh no! Chris Robinson says uh, that they should have, uh, uh, instead of sort of by, by, uh, uh, burning the ring, should have had it destroyed in a Las Vegas pawn shop. Oh my gosh! And then Happy Corbin could buy it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mark Quill says next week Braun confronts Gacy with a sword and goes Highlander on him. It wouldn't matter. It's all legal in wrestling. Everything's legal. Um, uh, if uh, if Braun Breaker stabs a guy with a sword before Drew does, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call shenanigans on Drew. Yeah. Um, uh, Dar Guru says, Alex, are are your flickering lights a sign that you are on the way to the mountain of omnipotence? And this podcast ends without a finish. It might. You never know. You never know. <laughs> It'd be a very heel thing. Um, we go to a time limit. Draw it two yeah. hours. <laughs> J Blood says, if you're sick of all the kidnapping. Stick around for all the not boning. Um, yeah, this Alex, a... do you find not boning to be an issue? Because I know there's something that could help that has the same key active ingredients as Viagra. It, so really, yeah, I I think Sean Rassap is here to tell you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, 
and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All about it. Okay. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. Bluechew.com. Code Fightful. Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's ready when you are or when you're not. It's not about having a problem. It's about having that performance, that excellent performance, that confidence. Fill out their online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you, and you get that first shipment free when you use that code FIGHTFUL at checkout. You want to be confident, don't you? You want that pay-per-view, that main event performance? Don't let yourself or somebody else down. Use bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. Thank you for the segue. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> um, we got uh, we got a, a promised match. There was a promised match of, of Kushida versus Vern Wigner. And I said that if... if um, if they had Kushida lose a match to Vern Wagner, I was going to light something on fire. Well, it's a good thing they didn't do that, Kate, because I can't find any of the lighters in the house. I think my wife packed them for the move. So I was going to have to, like, start a fire with two sticks or something. I don't know. First, she's hiding the green food coloring. She knows I have very destructive tendencies, I think. I think she does. But they're now interfering with the show. Yeah, I know. But here's the deal. So... Um, he Please didn't get. He, he, he did not lose color. a match. He will probably next week, and I'll have to go and buy a lot a lighter. Um, but he did not lose a match. He just got attacked by Vern Wagner before the match and power bombed into a void behind the catering table, which of course was stacked with mats. But but they made look sound like with a bunch of sound effects that they obviously put it in post. <laughs> Bing, bing, bong, 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 bong. I think I, I think I heard a cat in there. Like it was like um, I heard a cow. Yeah, was like, what? Um, and then after that, he also beat the hell out of Ikmanjiro, and then he then he goes to the ring with Robert Stone. It's like Robert was like, I guess there's not gonna be any match. <laughs> and then Ikmanjiro shows up selling 
the beat down and be like, no, I want to kick your ass. And so they have a match. That's but... what friends are supposed to do. And faces get to have friends too sometimes. Ikmenjiro has a match, gets in a lot of offense, um, but eventually loses. Uh, how, to... Alex? How does he lose? To Vern Wagner's really weird, lazy, not an angle slam, not an AA, not a Samoan drop, not a Death Valley driver thing that he does. We just like puts a guy on his shoulder and then like falls asleep. Like it's just the saddest thing ever. He just drops a guy on himself. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, that's not great. Um... None of. Alex, none of this works. Robert Stone does not work for me. I'm sorry. I just no. You can't put someone like who's not that charismatic of a manager with a talent who's already that medium. Mm. Like he came out and said it's it's Von Wagner's world. We're just living in it or something. Mm. Like that had nothing to do with the story. That's had nothing to do with making Von Wagner look like like a monster in any way. And I think it's because there's nothing that great about Von Wagner to dig into, but why would a manager pick that guy then? Like, it just, I feel like he should have given some sort of promo that was a little bit more about how, um, like, if Kushida was a real man, he would have come out to the ring anyway. Or so, Like, there needed to be something about the story that is attempting to be told. Or, I don't know, Taunt Ikmanjiro or something. It was terrible. Like, it's just not working for me. I think, I don't know what I'm supposed to be into about Von Wagner. His moveset isn't great. He's not particularly charismatic. His gear changes every five minutes to something else that's not good. There's just nothing here. There's nothing here. He was, like, camping with Kyle O'Reilly three months ago. And now this is... Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I, I think it was. And now there's a hot blonde woman after the match. <laughs> no, we we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Alex, this is so Wagner's got his own Lana. It's it's great. Um, this is so terrible. Uh, Von Von Wagner. I did appreciate how how I love how Wade Barrett decides to just rewrite history and on the fly in the middle of the match. Uh, Von Wagner very upset. He's been passed over time and time again for opportunities. He had an NXT title match in his very first match on the first edition of NXT 2.0. And he sucked so hard at it that he hasn't been getting opportunities since. I don't think that qualifies for your narrative there, Wade. He's trying. Um, he's, he's trying tr- to he's give trying. us something. Um <laughs> Mark Quill says, at least Joe Gase had the setting things on fire quota covered in lieu of Alex setting things on fire because Kushida potentially losing to Von Wigner. Um, Ricardo the bad guy says, hey, yo, I just thought I was most offended that Kushida was going to job to Von Wigner, but I was wrong. He was heated like an extra. Also, they can put over their pet project. I do hope Kushida's contract is up soon. Was that? Was that Kushida who was yeeted, or was that Ikiminjiro? Did Kushida come out? I think it was Kushida. Kushida being yeeted backstage, I think, is what he Right, yeah, 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 backstage. Um, Um, Here's the thing with that, too. I don't even like the way that this match was agented. Yeah. Like, Ikiminjiro got in a ton of offense, and then the huge, enormous guy is the one 
that gets like a sneaky victory? Like that doesn't even make any sense. He's Nothing already, about this makes Eastman sense. Jiro's already hurt. This should have been a 45 second squash to put over how impossible to beat uh, Von Wagner is. And then when he comes up against full strength Kushida, if you really want to put him over, please don't do this. But if you really want to put him over, have Kushida like take him to the limit, but Von Wagner win anyway, clean. That's how you build a monster heel. That's what you do, but you didn't do that. Anyway, so after the match, he's about to leave. But hot blonde lady in the crowd stands up there and points wordlessly at Ikemanjiro. So Von Wagner goes up, go over, picks him up, and throws him into the fourth row. Because remember, the the crowd in NXT now is literally right next to the ring. So I was like, that was impressive. Then I realized how close the crowd actually is. It's like not that impressive. Um, yeah. Why did they show her nodding her head so much? LOL. I don't know. It was is very this, weird. Was her name Sophia? Yeah. So, Sophia, yes. I'm, I'm sure. Why not? I think she's the gal that Ivy beat the crap out of on Level Up. <laughs> well, uh, Bern Wagner needs to be on Level Up, says uh, yeah. Jake Salazar. I just don't. I don't. I in no world. This is like Ross and Rachel, where you're like, in no way do I buy that that guy gets that girl. Like, there's nothing impressive about Sophia him. Sophia Cromwell. Thank you, thank you. Um, nice. yeah. Sorry, uh, best friend of Sasha Banks, Alicees. Yes. Uh, well, ev everyone's chiming in with the Cromwells. We got it. Thank you, guys. Um, her name's gonna change six more times in the next month and a half. It doesn't really. They changed the guy's name tonight, but didn't actually tell us they changed his name. We'll talk about that at the during the last match. Um, so uh we got uh we got some more stuff about Vern Winker. Um uh Josh Weaver says, uh, never thought I'd be wishing for Robert Stone to revert back to his Robbie E Jersey Shore reject gimmick from TNA. Yeah, better than this. Jockey29 says, I've been referring to Vern Wigner as a black hole of charisma. With respect to black holes, I will stop because black holes are genuinely interesting. Hashtag SGS. I unknowingly called him human ambient a couple weeks ago, which somebody pointed out to me, and I felt terrible. But it's like, here's the thing. It's not even just him. Nothing about this entire segment worked for me. Robert Stone is not working for me. Bob Wagner is not working for me. The way this match was put together was not working for me. And hot blonde girl standing in the crowd pointing down to the ring which is apparently how you command someone to throw somebody into the crowd. Right. Bill Alphabet says, I was running where my day was bad. Thanks, Vaughn. Um, the, the how, oh, we got to get that one. And uh, yeah, we got those. Okay. okay. Um, so that was, there was that. That's this thing. Now, Nikita Lyons got interviewed backstage. Um, she wasn't wearing a ring gear. Uh, they did not tell us to get thirsty. So apparently you're o you're only thirsty when you watch her wrestle. Um, they didn't they didn't like they could they, listen. They could have said get thirsty for her mind, for her point of view, because because you know she's gonna come out and she's gonna she's gonna talk. She's gonna enlighten all of us with with her repartee, her wit. Get thirsty for that. They could have said that, but they didn't because they know. That all of those people out there in the social media, they need a good bonk because they're all horny. 
Bonk, bonk. Bonk, bonk. 2.0's on display. Alex, Lash Legend has her own show! <laughs> she... So anyway, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the hell she said. It didn't matter because then, like, very she quickly, in, the weirdest kick I've ever seen in my life. Lash Legend runs in and kicks her backwards in her chair, and she falls over, like, like, like your aunt at the at the family reunion who had too much to drink, like just just whoop, right right, o- right over backwards. Um, it looked like a cartoon. It character. did. It, was it so did. Weird. And then she was like, "Hey, you! You want to interview somebody? You interview Lash Legend. Like Lash Legend, you can interview yourself. You have your own show. You have your own show that records once every six weeks or whatever. Like what? Oh man! Why wouldn't you say? Why don't you come on my show and we'll settle this there? So yeah, that was that. We're gonna get more Lash Legend and and uh, and Nikita Lyons because. Because the first one was just so great, we gotta do it again. I don't get it. Uh, Jake Salazar says Vernon Wagner was trying to meet the mountain of omnipotence. Honestly, they could just call him up and have him have him take a bunch of pins, so Damian Priest doesn't have to, and put him in that ridiculous friggin' faction that sucks. Uh, Ryan Sullivan no, says it's true. Don't make. <laughs> No, no, we're not making worse things, like bad things worse. We're not. Yes, we are. Unifying bad shit. That's not the way to go. At least the people in that stable can work. If if bad things are bad and boring, that sucks. If bad things are hilariously bad, that's better. Um, uh, Ryan Sullivan says... And then says, what, Robert Stone is going to do what? Go to level up and pick someone no, else who loses no. all the time? Yeah, exactly. This is what he's going to do. Ryan Sullivan says it was definitely two shots edited together. Um, I don't know what it was. That sounds as plausible as anything else. But Well, if it was a pre-tape, why did they cut to a shot above the audience for like three seconds and then cut backstage again? Alex, like, why? When her gimmick is that she has a talk show... Is she going out of someone else's talk show? I can't even get to the kick. This is so dumb. Was it because her producer got kidnapped and he was, I guess, the glue holding the whole damn show together? Yeah. yeah. You need to interview me. You have your own show. Um. Oh, boy. I so, cannot keep that same energy. I no, cannot. Nobody can. Um. We got Dakota Kai versus Mandy Rose. We sure did. Um, Dakota Kai lost because um, we can't have nice things. Because we can't have nice things. Because she, she. This is the thing: is I, I don't. I'm assuming it was the one of the tag belts. J.C. Jane decided to come in and was was distracting or was going to throw a a, a belt. To, to Mandy t- for her to use on Dakota, but Dakota thwarted her getting in the ring, kicked her, and picked up the belt herself. Because now the straps are white on the women's title and the women's tag titles, I don't know which it was, but she became mesmerized by it. Like, oh, this this belt, I've never seen one before. And then she turned right around into a knee, a running knee from, from Mandy Rose. Uh, it actually worked out well because, like, Mandy Rose kneed the title up into Dakota Kai's face, 
that was the the only good move that Mandy Rose did in the entire match was that um, she's always had a great running knee. Uh, I I would love for her to get better. She also sucks at taking moves. There was a whole bunch of stuff that like that Dakota Kai does that like Mandy Rose just doesn't know how to take or never bothered to learn or just sucks at selling. Um, but Dakota Kai, she couldn't uh, sell a roll up in this match. That's true. Um, the most lethal move in all of WWE, yes. the roll up. Uh, Dakota Kai, uh, signed to NXT when Obama was still president. Um, it's time for her to go to the main roster just for them to see what they can do with her. If they can't do anything with her, they're more likely to let her go someplace where she can actually get used properly. Um, I, I don't want to say like, oh, I, I want her to get released because that's not, the, I, I want her to be able to be utilized to her full, full potential. And if she can't be utilized th like that here, then I would like for her to go to someplace else because she deserves it. She's put in a lot of work for this company and I do not think they value her to her full potential. Um, so she, she lost uh, to Mandy Rose. Like, what is, what I, what do you guys think I'm going to say? Like, <laughs> Mandy Rose was eh, fine. This was probably a stronger showing because I think the pace was better, but she can't sell for shit. Oh, shocker. We got interference from the outside. Like, whoever would have seen that coming. Dakota Kai is amazing. She's fantastic. Like, I, she made Mandy look as good as I think Mandy is capable of looking at the in-ring side of things for her career. I don't understand. Someone in the chat just took the words out of my mouth. Aaliyah is on the main roster. Mm -hmm. And Dakota Kai is not. She has done character work. She is incredible in the ring. Everything she does is psychologically sound. Everything she does is story-driven in the ring. Everything that she did with Raquel, she made look good. Everything that she's done with opponents of her own size, she makes great look great. Like, there is no other test for Dakota Kai to pass with flying colors here. What more are you looking for? If you're not going to give her a title run, call her up. If you're going to call her up, why didn't you call her up with Raquel at the same time? Why wouldn't they have gone up together? That makes no sense. Like, I just, um, I'm sure we'll talk more about it later. I don't, I also don't understand why a women's title match was going on at this time. That is stupid. Um, but I just, she's one of these people that's kind of like where Legato is to me, where I'm like, well, what else are they gonna, what else do they have to prove to you? Like if she's completely capable and again with you never would want someone to be released and out of work, but she's someone that would find work and be appreciated elsewhere. I think just about anywhere else. And the stupid thing is they could also have her go to the main roster and do their sports entertainment style of things. And she knocks that out of the park too. Like yeah. this was like when, when they released Swerve, I was like, well, that one's weird because Swerve is a guy who gets what you do and can make it work. Dakota Kai falls under that umbrella. Yeah. Like I, I just don't know. I don't know how much more you can keep punishing people who are really great at this and have done everything you've asked right. them to do from the day that they signed. Um, they're bringing up, Raquel to make her Raquel Rodriguez on SmackDown. And I'll tell you, here's the other thing. They're they're gonna they're they're gonna break up Rhea and Liv. The writing's on the wall, they're gonna break them up. So like Sasha and um and Naomi are gonna need a tag team to face. 
I mean, you've already you've already saw enough in them to make them the first ever women's dusty champions, first ever women's tag champions. Like Raquel and Dakota could do a thing on the main roster at least for a while until you decide to break them up again. You know, if you don't want to, if you say Raquel's a, a single star in the main roster, we're going to do that. There's Shotzi Blackheart standing out backstage doing nothing. Shotzi and Dakota would be a really fun, at least fun to look at tag team. They could lose a bunch of championship contenders matches over the next six weeks. You could do that. Like, I mean, at least try something out with all of these people that you have hired. Is no, why doesn't she go up with Raquel and get kissed on the cheek by Los Lotharios for eight weeks? Like, I'm just... To me, the move was Raquel and Kaylee Ray. Like, that one should have been extremely obvious. That mm-hmm. should have been spots in the Royal Rumble. Like, I I just don't know how much more frustrated I can get about like, someone's present they need, they and need, their recent here's, past. Here's something they could easily do uh, on over on uh, Raw. Uh, once, we get, once we get past um, uh, this Sonya Deville thing they're going to do for a month with, with uh, Bianca Belair, um, I think they should bring up Kaylee Ray. They should they should get rid of Nikki Cross's superhero gimmick, and and her Kaylee Ray and Dewdrop should be these three Scottish madwomen who just run through everybody, just destroying everything. The women on Raw cannot get anything done because anytime something happens with the women on on screen or 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 backstage or in the ring those three men come in and they just murder everybody and like we're not running like we're not stopping until our leader kaylee ray gets a title shot against you bianca belair you could do that for all of june that could be fun i've got a better one you call up kaylee ray and then you call up the like a little like someone maybe like cora jade and you call her bitch and then you have bitch and you have bush and you have these two europeans I'm sorry. I'm so full of piss and vinegar, and you're so good at offering alternative solutions to things. I'm just so frustrated. Well, here's the thing: is that, that I, I'm just so upset tonight. Like, I yes, and you should be. And the only thing I think that 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 makes my brand of piss and vinegar like at all redeemable is the fact that <laughs> I don't just say this is shit and then stop. I say this is shit. Here's what you could do instead. Now, you're free, anybody listening, to disagree with my other ideas. But at least I say, try something else. If you don't know what else to try, here's an idea I came up with five seconds ago. And I think it's better than what you're doing right now. And if I don't have that part of it, then I'm just a guy, old man shakes fist at cloud. You know what I mean? Right. I'm just saying, well, first of all, you're alternative booking mind is why I became a Sour Gramps fan and why I subscribed to Fightful Select. So that's very important. Today, normally I'm on board with that game. Today, I am Shakes, <laughs> old man Shakes fist at Cloud. I just can't because I have no faith. I And I never like considered myself an advocate of women's wrestling. I just called out dumb shit that I see all the time. Yeah. A lot of it happens to be in the women's division. And so I am now a women's wrestling advocate by default, I guess. And what I've seen with the women's division or lack thereof, getting gutted from releases, from poor booking, from a Queen's Crown tournament that everybody was clamoring for where every round was two minutes long, from 
Charlotte Flair being champion for the millionth time, having maybe one of her most interesting renditions as a character to one of her most poorly booked reigns, in my opinion, to what they did to Bianca, to what they're doing in NXT, to the fact that they had tag titles with literally no tag division. I just am so... I am tired. <laughs> I am so tired of what is happening with this because it's, I, I love the ideas you come up with. I have ideas that would be kicking around in my head. I just have no faith anymore that they're going to do anything with them. And I, I, I tried to give between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania a minute because I feel like that's, that's the time things get reset. I feel like from Survivor Series to December-ish, things are always bad because they're not going to start anything long-term before Royal Rumble. It's just not going to happen. So I just get extremely frustrated now because this is the time people were supposed to be called up. This was the time new stories were supposed to start. This was the time that things are supposed to get reset. It makes absolutely no sense that you're not unifying the women's titles if you're doing it with the men's. Like, there's just so much bad stuff here, and I feel like a lot of it falls on the women and I'm just very tired of seeing extremely skilled women getting stunted in positions like this. And for what, for toxic attraction to do the same shit they've been doing for the past six months. Like if Dakota went out on her back and is getting called up, like she went out to Mandy Rose and never had a title run. That's terrible. And why aren't you calling her up with Raquel who she was just tagging with? That makes no sense either. So it's just all over the place and it, it's frustrating and I'm thankful for your booking alternatives because I just don't have it in me tonight. Like I just don't have a, I feel like good people are so punished for doing their jobs well so frequently that today I'm just, I'm full of it. <laughs> uh, Brand number one in the books. I'm sure there'll yeah. be another one coming up at the end of the show. Yeah, and you're, 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 you're right to have it. I just, I, I get, I get too much, uh, flack of you just hate everything well but with reason i mean i i hate the things that i think are bad but i also try to have an outlook of it could be better though and i want it to be better and so i'm trying to make things better also it's called sour graps losers look it up <laughs> look it up Ollie Dan says, uh, to take from a tweet that I saw, the fact that Dakota hasn't been champ yet is criminal and dumb and frankly egregious. Egregious! Nerguru says, we got a lot of these about, about this match. Nerguru says, happy to see Kalex back. Feels like a while and who boy, what a way to get back. Dakota <laughs> guy deserves everything and the world and her getting beat by Mandy is sad. Uh, Bill Alphabet says, says, feels like NXT knees me in the face every week. <laughs> um, uh, Bill Alphabet also says, uh, taken from my idea, it should be uh, not three Scottish women on Raw. It should be four. Angela? Okay. Kaylee Ray, Nikki, Dewdrop, and Angela. Drew Sword should be the leader <gasps> of that faction. I was making a joke! <laughs> So were you, but like same joke. I appreciate yeah. it. Drew's dead yeah. mother. Yeah, Drew's, Drew's dead mom is <laughs> going to be the next NXT or ex Raw Women's Champion, and they're going to unify the belts between Ronda Rousey and Angela. And I love that, it. That'll be a great match. In my head, when I know Angela is Scottish, but all I can hear is um, Tony Danza saying Angela. Mm -hmm. That's it. When I hear the name Angela. <sighs> yeah, my nerd guru says, 
I've said it before that your Scottish faction thing is awesome, but no, in no way will Nikki Cross ever crawl out of the 24-7 stuff. So call up KLR and have her and Dewdrop be in a Celtic faction led by Becky. That seems more likely, but I feel like all you got to do is just drop all this crap with her superhero thing, have her go back to being crazy again because the superhero thing drove her crazy, and then she could be the fourth member in that same thing. Kaylee Ray, Dewdrop, Crazy Nikki, and Becky, like that faction could run raw. Alex, we didn't even talk about... I said that Mandy couldn't sell... We're, we're, we're getting there. Let me let me read okay. all these things, then we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. I know. We're gonna talk. Don't worry. I won't not talk about it. Um. Uh. Mark Quill says Kate's rants about how wrestling companies can't book women's division for shit are always a must see. Seems like something that that happens across a WWE and AEW. Yeah, it's weird that women are just not treated well across most places. That's weird. I wonder why that is. Except but, Impact. Except Impact. In it's fact, true. the women's division is probably booked stronger than the men's. That's true. Uh, Mark Quill says, a rare night where Kate is more sour than Alex. <laughs> um, uh, Mark, then Jake Salazar says, I haven't seen Kate this sour since the <coughs> New Day uh, debacle at night two. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, two and a half whole weeks ago or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Jake Salazar says, actually, they're going to turn the sword into a belt. Whoops, I'm sorry, Vince. Title. Um, and then uh, uh, Bill Alphabet says, Angela would have more charisma than Rhonda. Harsh, but not necessarily untrue. Yep. Uh, and Matthew Plus says the Usos are going to challenge uh, Naomi and Sasha, a.k.a. Allie's best friend. What a nice chat from Matthew Plus. Thank you for a rare moment of being nice. After this match, all the toxic attraction ladies get into the ring and then appearing behind them is uh, Wendy Chu. She's got two super soakers <laughs> and she shoots the super soakers at, um, at toxic attraction and they react as though it's uh, Austin and the beer truck. Like it's a full on <laughs> fire hose of of a liquid that is not you know water the life-givingest liquid on the planet the the liquid that you bathe in that you take a shower in that your body is comprised mostly of they like I, when they were reacting i thought it was like well there better be like hydrochloric acid in there for them to be selling the way they are to a couple of super soaker streams nope just water just water i mean like you could have done something that was like you could have had them all wearing white and then she could have been squirting them with something that stained their clothes. At least then they'd be pissed about it. It's just water. What? You Now you decide to sell? Now you're selling. That it's was water. my thing. Mandy doesn't sell like the whole match and then all of the sudden? Yeah. Alex, have you ever been hit with a super soaker? Yes, I have. Have you ever been hit with two? Um. Yes. Do you know what it feels like? Yes. Like the it. attachment on um on your kitchen sink when yep. you're like, oh, yep. I need to like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what it feels like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was stupid. 
So, oh, Bill Alphabet in the chat beating me to it. Mandy lives 90% of her life in a pool, Alex. Yes, Mandy has been out of the pool. She needs, she needs, she needed a spritzen. She shouldn't have been mad. This is her lifeblood. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Their name is Toxic Attraction and they can't hit <laughs> water. They missed a wet t shirt. Completely. When you said wet, when you said they had white shirts and it was I something it, that stained I, their I shirts, think it was I going to be water. I thought it'd be like, you know, I don't know, like some thick, viscous no but if, colored thing paint if, how about paint well then they would just look like the logo exactly gg sold like hbk at SummerSlam, <laughs> says the bad <laughs> to one jam beard suck it hogan and suck it super soakers i guess yeah um and josh weaver says that angela would certainly cut the competition down to size <sighs> that was excellent so we got uh, we got some promos uh, ahead of this um, ahead of this uh, <clears throat> big NXT tag team gauntlet match deal. Not what I meant to pull up. Damn it, Ellie! So mad I didn't think of that. So uh, um, we got one from from uh, Grace and Walla and Sanga. Grace and Walla says he's just going to stand on the apron and let the big man work, and that's how they're going to win the titles. Um, uh, we got one from, uh, double vest of the beach backstage hooping and hollering. Yeah, that's right. We're going to win. And then Fallon says, let's kick ass. And they pause and go, oh my God, a girl swore because they're 12. <laughs> and, and then like, yeah, we, uh, and then we got diamond mine, uh, with, with, um, uh, Malcolm Bivens cutting a great promo about how they were going to win pretty deadly. You're pretty stupid. For doing what you did, pretty bitches, <laughs> pretty bitches. Um, uh, and then they they brought back the tumbler to draw the ping pong ball that said what number they were gonna get. And he, they, uh, uh, the, the Julius reached in, grabbed it, looked at it, and he was like, "All right," and shows it shows it to Malcolm Bivens, and Malcolm Bivens is like, "Yeah, okay." And I'm like, I don't think Malcolm Bivens would have actually had that that reaction to what it was because Malcolm Bivens would be like, no, I want you guys to win. That's and bad. <laughs> that's yeah. the, the thing you pulled out is bad. I know your dumb baby faces were like, that's right. Wouldn't want it any other way. We'd like to have the most difficult path to victory because we're baby faces in WWE. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so they, they do number one. We didn't find that out until later, but they do number one. And Which got, I also was like, just tell us if it's going to yeah. be number one. There's no grand reveal there. You're in the shittiest spot for a gauntlet. Yeah. And then we got a promo video package for Pretty Deadly. Now, I'll, I'll come right out and say it. Didn't watch uh, most of the pandemic era uh, NXT UK. Watched a couple of things. It was kind of sad. And I just, I just, I drifted away from it. Never, never came back. Watched a few matches that were like, "Hey, you gotta watch this," and I would find it and watch it. Um, but, uh, but I missed all of Pretty Deadly's title reign. Um, and I don't know why, Kate, but I it never occurred to me with just the the stills that I saw and the gifs that I saw. Um, it never occurred to me that they would be anything other than like, I don't know male models like fabio i thought there were like two guys who were fabio 
They were pretty and, and deadly. Right, right. But then I saw this video package. I was like, oh, oh, so this is a full-on gay panic gimmick from 1995 that they've just revived for the modern era. And it doesn't, like, it's, that's totally fine. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I've already made one Seinfeld reference earlier tonight with a yada yada in. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there is something wrong with that when it's in the wrong hands of the bookers who are going to make them be heels just because they're full on. Yes, boy. Yes, boy is definitely a thing that they want to get over. It's also you're running all of your shows in Florida and Florida right now doesn't have like the best trash track record among the LGBTQ community. I'm happy to be proven wrong. After one video package, I was like this seems like in the hands of Bruce Pritchard, like it's going to be a problem. Now, again, I say myself, never, didn't watch a lot of their stuff or any of their stuff really in NXT UK, but um, we'll see where this goes from here. Um, but that did g give me a, the first, like, like, this is a company that the same people are in charge as the people who, who first debuted Goldust. You know what I mean? And that was that was a full-on just like they're the same people that made Liv Morgan have a gay angle when an actual lesbian on their roster was pushing to have one. And they said, No, no, it can't be you. It's too soon. And then like six months later, they were like, No, Liv Morgan should do it. It's I have no faith that they would handle something like that well. This also feels um, like they just made it a weird combination of Dalton Castle and Tyler Breeze. They released Tyler Breeze and then just like like an auto shop parts mechanic yeah. have auctioned off pieces of his gimmick to people. Like this felt very fashion police to me. And then like Austin Theory's doing all the selfie stuff that he was doing. It just feels like yeah. kind of like the way that they were doing that with Bray Wyatt, right? Like we'll give all your spookiness to somebody else. So um, I I like what I've seen from them, but I understand the hesitation because Bruce Pritchard is terrible at this. Like he's shown us that. And it's not even me being pessimistic about the future. It's me having seen anything that he's done in the past with stuff like this. So um I don't know, like, if they're just going to, like, kind of ride the edge of it, like, and, and not commit one way or the other, I think that's going to be better than if they do just have, like, a gay tag team. Um, but I I don't think either situation would turn out well. Yeah, there's people referencing Bill and Chuck, too, of course, like... I would hope they would do it better at the time that it's in, but I, I don't have any faith that they will because I've yeah. seen their programming ever. James Barrow says, got real Billy and Chuck vibes from this. Bruce and Vince really aren't the best people to be handling this kind of gimmick. No, um, a 76-year-old man is not the yeah. guy for this. Yeah. Um. So uh, anyway, uh, Luis says that this was basically their gimmick in NXT sassy but obnoxious brits okay we'll see i mean um we'll see we'll see how all this works um and uh yeah i mean i, I i'm 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 yeah <laughs> orion ben says grizzly young veterans going wtf right now 
Like, like you brought us over, you made us dress in suits and and be like, like we're gonna trick a, a, a guy on the street into giving us his credit card so we can order wings delivered to us. Um, and and whatever, I don't know. Um, batter to one jam beard says with all the NXT UK talent seemingly moving to NXT, is that brand going to be folding soon or what's up with that? Well, uh, we got a promo today from Nathan Frazier, a former Ben Carter who, uh, wowed in a, on a dark match, uh, on AEW and then got signed to NXT UK and was, became Nathan Frazier. And that was all during the pandemic. And now he's coming to, to NXT stateside. I don't know anything about whether the NXT UK brand is folding or whatever. I'm assuming if it is, they're going to bring over the, the best parts of that and then release a bunch of other ones. There may be some really great people who are like, nah, I'd rather not move to the States and they can stick around, I guess. But I honestly, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> That's um, all I got. Yeah. The, uh, the, the one, um, the the one team we didn't get an actual promo from backstage was Legato del Fantasma. We did get a little scenelet back there with uh, with Tony D'Angelo coming in and talking to Santos Escobar. Like, hey, you know, I think we might have gotten off with the wrong foot last week. So I uh, just wanted to say, you know, respect to you, your familia. Just want to get you. There's a little, uh, little something to get you started. Pulls out an envelope full of cash, which I just love, and gives it to Santos. Santos is like, puts it right back in Tony D'Angelo's pocket and says, uh, he says, um, uh, no, my familia's loyalty is worth more than this. And, uh, next tomorrow, next week, I want Tony D'Angelo to come back with a manila envelope. Yeah. That's obviously full and of three times as much. The next and week, then just, yeah. just keep on. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I don't have any bigger things than this to bring you cash in. What do you? Hey, this I, I got a duffel bag. I got I got two duffel bags. What do you want? Um, but I, I'm looking forward to this. And people are saying that Fabian Eichner being left behind in NXT uh, when Ludwig got called up with Gunthor, um, that maybe Fabian Eichner because he's actually Italian will be uh, <laughs> will be uh, Tony D's muscle now. And I was like, if they just decide to give him a fake mustache and call him Mario Spaghettios and just, and just like now, now look, he's a different guy now. Cause he's got a mustache. And he's like, and he's like, Hey, it's me, Mario Spaghettios. And here I am to back you up, Tony D like, then I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I don't jump off a bridge. I like by that. Like all you need for a brand new character is one of those like disguises you can get at the dollar tree. Like with yep. the, in the, yes. Yep. That's right. Okay. Ellie, you son of a wrestling has more. Where did it go? Then one loyal familia. Wrestling has more than one loyal familia. Um, so uh, we got, we got, we got. <laughs> ah, the, the boat, the boat is in NXT, Kate. Cora Jade comes out, cut a promo. She doesn't have it. She doesn't have a uh, skateboard with her. God Congratulations willing, they, to her on her on her retirement from being <laughs> skateboarding. They've they've dropped. God willing, they've dropped the skateboard part of her act. And she comes out and cuts a promo and says, "Like after being so close, now I've got to become champion." And then 
Natalia shows up. Now, she also ran down the list of all the people in NXT who came before her that she wants to emulate, blah, blah, blah. But then Natalia shows up, and, she, and Cora Jade just marks out. Um, because Cora Jade was born in 2001, which makes me feel like I'm turning to dust. But um, going to barf. <laughs> but she was a little girl just getting into wrestling during the Divas era. Poor thing. Poor thing. But that's why <clears throat> Natalia was her favorite wrestler. Now, the whole thing about, we'll talk more about, you know, Cora Jade marking out all over Natalia. But we also should talk about the NXT crowd marking out all over Natalia. Natalia walks down to the ring and gets a holy shit chant for just showing up to the building. Like, like if there was ever a female version of Ed, of Dolph Ziggler on the main roster, it's Natalia. Let's just send, send all the losers down to do a little run. Why not? Everybody who sucks on the main roster has been there for 10 years. Just send them down to NXT. Do that. I so, mean, sucks in that they're consistently stifled consistently by Consistently booked by, like, yeah. like, crap. Yes. Yeah. Not sucks like... I don't want to say this about someone injured, but not like a Rick Boog situation where they're like not very good yet, yeah. but like incredibly good at this and just completely stifled. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Nurguru says Natalia getting holy shit chance is more than likely a sign of the apocalypse. Like what? NXT 2.0 where perpetual losers on the main roster come to act like they're the best up there. I don't get any of this. All due respect. All due respect, but you're a freaking loser. Um, uh, I do get it, though. I think I think there's certain people that are measuring sticks, and Natalia is right. the perfect one for oh, sure. the women's if she, division. If she's gonna be your gatekeeper that comes down and has a feud with Cora Jade and puts over the kids, so that then Cora Jade can beat Mandy Rose at the next not a takeover thing that they do, <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me. Like, but it is hilarious to me that she's down there and they're like. Welcome back! Welcome back! I was like, oh, that's right. She did have a couple of matches in 2014. And she says, my God, just being in this building, it just like this is, it's a different building, sweetheart. Different yeah. Building. It's not full sale anymore. I know. Like, I'm I'm sure it, you, you haven't been here in such a long time. You forgot. The Uber driver dropped you off someplace else today. Um yeah. that maybe that's where Brian Breaker was going. Not for his dad, but just to pick up Natty. It's good. Uh, James Barrow says, it's sad that Natty has been so wasted in WWE that this is a completely accurate analysis of her run. It's true. Um, no, they had the nerve to bring Beth Phoenix out of retirement to do a thing with the Miz and Maurice, but at no point did she and Natalia cross paths, even though Natalia nope. was in tag programming. Why nope. would you do that? Why nope. would you take the only good thing that was going on before AJ Lee in that time period and do anything nope. with it. Yeah. Of course not. Of course not. <sighs> Jeremy I Pringle. also didn't like that this promo was about wanting that championship and then she's going so far away from that championship. This makes no sense. Well, it's, it's so they can it's so they can keep her away from the championship, you know, and and they can make us want her badly to 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 win matches kind of crap. So, okay, so anyway, but now she looks like an idiot because she's very easily sidetracked. So say that you proved yourself in in that match that you can hang with the best of them and then just have Natalia come out. Don't mention the championship. That's stupid. Now she looks dumb. Yep. It's true. Um, 
JW Pringle says, want to see 300 people lose their collective shit? Send any main roster WWE <laughs> talent to the Double Dare studio slash warehouse. Natalia doesn't need this heat. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. I mean, like there there are there are people who recently were in NXT, like were were big, were were like, I mean, not that I want to see Shayna Baszler put over Nicora Jade, but she's not doing anything really on the main roster right now. And you could send her down. Now, obviously, Cora Jade wouldn't be like, oh, my God, you were my favorite diva when I was growing up. So you wouldn't have the same co connective tissue. But it would make more sense to me that people would react in that way. Um, wouldn't it be amazing if it was just Raquel? Like, they called her up for a week, and then she came back, and they were like, oh, my God. Back. Welcome back. Uh, Matt J. Hendricks says, where's Io Shirai? That's a very good question. Crying. Probably crying somewhere. Yep. Um, anyway, so Natalia cries a lot about like, oh my god, it means so much to me that you all love me so much, and that you, Cora Jade, love me because let me tell you, you are the future, and the future is bleak. And she slaps her and then puts her in the, the sharpshooter, uh, and then then she walks around backstage and Tatum Paxley, uh, who's not actually in the Diamond Mine but is in the Diamond Mine. Walks up to her and says, "Hey, I want to match with you just to just to see if I can prove myself." Says, ah, "Whatever, you're on." And as for the rest of you, the boat just got here, so you're all on notice. <laughs> just like, oh, it's just it's peak Natty. Natty just like just doing just doing her little mean walk, and then be like, "The boat's here, so you're all on notice." It was just, oh my god, peak Natty. I like Tatum Paxley was cool for what we saw of her, right? Sure, that was good. She's gonna um, lose. She's gonna get her. She's gonna lose next week, badly to put over Natalia. Yeah, yeah. but all right. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't um. Understand why Natalia doesn't need to be put over? She's gonna be though. Zion Quinn had a match with Draco Anthony. Zion Quinn won, and that's all the amount, that's all the talk I'm going to give this because they're now separated from the, at least they seem to be separated from whatever the hell Joe Gacy's doing, which is the only reason why they're fighting. So just, we could just, just move on, I guess. We can move on. I'm okay with moving on from that. Yeah. Um, um, Matthew Plus says, I hope they rename her in NXT to Natty Light. <laughs> that's good um we had a backstage segment <sighs> save me kate we got a we had a backstage segment with um with uh index and Duja about um about how um indy says that um that they the women suggest that their men become a tag team. I thought they hated each other a minute and a half ago. They do, um, but but they they want they want gold for their men, and and Duke's like I'm not going to team with him. Look at him. There's and like a hundred other titles. And Go then those. and then Dexter Loomis is like, um, uh, okay, fine, I'll do it. And then they 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 do it, and now so can they possibly coexist? 
So um, they're not in. The, they're not in the, the 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 tag team gauntlet match, but they think they're better than all the people who are in the gauntlet match, even though they've never had a tag team match together, and also they hate each other. And they don't win other gold. I I'm not even kidding. I thought a hundred percent they were going to walk out tag team champions after I saw this. They were going to add them into the gauntlet match and have them yeah, win, and then just have them win because why not? Because why? Because not? they value horniness. And this is their horniest angle. Right. Yeah. So, we got our gauntlet match. Um, uh, starts out with with Creed's. They beat Legado del Fantasma during Legado del Fantasma match. Uh, Vic keeps referring to Ron to Raul Mendoza as Del Toro. Del Toro flying into the corner. Oh, the Del Toro barely kicks out. And I was like, so you guys renamed him, but didn't do a thing where you told us you renamed him? That's weird. But I initially least, was yeah. so confused because I thought it was a move. And I was yeah. like, is that is that what this move is called? No, that's just his name now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was weird. Uh, it did feel like they were calling him Del Toro. Um, but uh, anyway... So they were able to, the, the, the first match lasted longer than I thought it was going to because I knew the Creeds were going to be in it until the end. Um, but they were able to win. Um, Legato looked good in defeat. And then we got Double Vest and the Beach. Double Vest and the Beach put Brutus through a table, through the announce table at ringside during a commercial break. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> uh, Brutus uh, was able to recover from that and hit the unnecessary clothesline very necessarily on the beach because that was actually a move that was required to win the match. Uh, so they won that. And then we got Grayson Walla and Sanga coming out. Sanga, of course, all of his gear is from the Braun Strowman 2018 fall line. Even his beard is. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Grayson Waller, apparently just faking with the whole sling thing. Because he was actually wrestling and doing moves. Okay. This I actually liked. This is like the only time that I can think of that an injury psych-out spot has legitimately got me. Because there's no way his arm should not be falling off of his body yeah. Yeah. after the spot he took. And I was mad because I really liked it. Matthew Plus says, do we know what Waller's injury is? And Luis says, yes, the injury is bullshit. Because he didn't actually have an injury. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yes. Bullshit um, is also an injury for that the whole creative writing staff has as well. And then Sanga got pinned, uh, with a pretty six series, series of big time moves that he kept getting dropped on his, on the small of his back or on his shoulders and then selling his gut. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't know how to wrestle yet. So, um, he was like, Oh, I landed on my back. Oh, my ribs. Not my ribs. Oh, my intestines. Uh, but he got pinned. Good. Um, and then uh, we get uh, Pretty Deadly coming out. Um, and uh, and because the Creeds are so beat up, uh, they keep kicking out of all these big time moves and everything. But there's just, they just don't have enough left in the tank. And Pretty Deadly are your new champions in their first match in NXT proper. Um, and uh, I, I I, still have to believe 
that they're building towards an eventual Creed's crowning, but just, you know, at some point in the next year, because otherwise, what the hell are you doing? Anyway, I'm sure you want to rant. Okay, so I'll, I'll I ran down what happened in the match, um, and and uh, and now you can now you can rant. I just don't know why we can't have nice things. I see nice things. I have these beautiful flowers in my office, and they smell great. And I have this wonderful CM Punk art, and that's great. Why can't I just have nice things in my wrestling program, Alex? Why? 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 Two and a half weeks ago, Imperium was now on the main roster. MSK, who no longer is a thing, and the Creeds were in a championship title match. I say to deliver. Biggest show of the year, I was told. The results of that pay-per-view don't mean shit anymore. <laughs> the women's picture doesn't. The women's tag picture doesn't. Only Cameron Grimes title does, I guess. And I'm giving that, what, maybe two more weeks at this point? Who the hell knows if Carmelo Hayes is going back after that? And the tag team titles, which not only did you erase the results of the Dusty Classic, as you did for the women's there. So, you know, equal treatment, I guess. At least our women are getting treated the same bullshit that the men are. But you also erased this incredible story between Imperium and the Creeds and Roddy, right? All of Imperium versus the three of them. And now, now because of real life happenstance, you have the opportunity to unbook your shitty booking because of a real life thing. Because you put those titles on the least logical tag team. And those three, you had a 66 and a third chance. 66.6% chance, excuse my Steiner math, of doing the right thing, and you did the wrong thing, and you also did the wrong thing with real-life implications, and because of those real-life implications, you had to fire them. And so now, you have vacant titles, and you can undo it, and you can put it on the team that makes sense, the team that has actually won people over, the team that is literally the only team left on your whole roster that feels like viable contenders because you just told me two and a half weeks ago, these are the three teams that are the most important in the tag division. You spent the entire Dusty Classic building these guys up and you spent like eight weeks of programming with Imperium who are so good that they moved up to the main roster. They are by your rules, the only team that makes sense to win these tag titles. And you built it up. You had their promo opened the, it didn't open the show, but it was the first one to go on. And then you gave them another promo where they pulled the ball out and you, you built up these two kids who I, I said at the beginning of this show, at the beginning of 2.0, that I did not buy that Malcolm Bivens would choose this collection of people. I didn't buy it. And they made me buy it. Through their storytelling, through their booking, and through Malcolm Bivens being real damn good at his job, I bought it. And you have the chance to just give us the thing we want. But you can't do that, can you? No, you had Pretty Deadly do it. And they're still owed, because of that tournament, a title shot one-on-one -on -one with the champions. They're still owed it, and they're never going to get it. 
don't think that this was like, oh, we're going to put it on Pretty Deadly so that we can turn around and give it to the Creeds. They're not going to do that. There's absolutely no way they're going to do that. You have defied every rule in your own universe. <laughs> in every possible way. Your real life circumstances, your booking circumstances, your storytelling circumstances, the parameters that you set for people you wanted to make stars, you wanted them to be young and you wanted them to be large. You want them to be big. You wanted it to be, to be believable that these guys could go crush it. I said I didn't buy it. You made me buy it and you still won't give it to me. What the hell are you looking for in your wrestlers? Because everything that we have seen and been told was this. And now you're not even giving it to them. You're giving it to two guys who were hackers that might be gay that come in here with shirts that don't cover their tatas, which I wore that shirt with a tank top under it, I think, to my middle school dance, and jeggings that I wear to the gym, or regular leggings that I wear to the gym. They're the ones that you give the titles to after they've done nothing on American television except attack them in the parking lot where everyone gets attacked. Why are you punishing your audience for getting emotionally invested in your product? You have screwed this up so many ways. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You screwed it up so hard. Everyone hated it. And you had a chance to undo it with real life circumstances. And you did it again. You could have had Pretty Deadly cost them and not win the titles if you wanted that to be your sideshow feud and given it to Grizzled Young Vets. And then, I don't know, then you have Pretty Deadly and GYV have a, a UK title feud on American television. Beautiful. <laughs> I can't add anything to that. But we do have a lot of super chats that want to add things to this. So... Uh, um, Mark Quill says the Council of Marks invites to the tag team gauntlet got lost along the way. Sadly, we would have beaten these teams easily in Kark, Mark, Mark, we trust. Um, Al Asian Joe says, when does silent, but deadly get to challenge pretty deadly for the titles? That's an excellent question. That's a good one. Um, Chris Muller says WWE is great at making us want something like the creeds winning and then pulling the rug out from under us. And why is Mandy afraid of water now? Uh, very good, very good question. Um, uh, Matthew Plus just says no. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what that is. But uh, Mark Quill says WWE just can't quit their addiction to the heat. Well, then um, hire Bully Ray. Yeah. Um, we have uh, another ad to play. <laughs> play it. Play it. I was trying so hard to find a magic spoon segue, you guys. No. But then I got so angry. So now play we're it. we're gonna play the ad now. Cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious magic spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, 
easy. All the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. I wish they could give me $5 for not liking this show. <laughs> I'd be a kajillionaire. Uh, Nerguru says those loaves of white bread turn into finely tuned, perfect Italian subs. And they won't let us eat the sub. WWE is the worst deli in town. Um, uh, <laughs> Josh Weaver says, here's 20 bucks for Linda and Sheila to discuss the Pretty Deadlies wearing less ring gear than the Nikita Lions. Listen, all I'm saying, if you want to look at my bazooms, you're going to have to subscribe to my OnlyFans. Because, I mean, I, I think you should cover up at least a little bit. Why are you covering up your shoulders? Your shoulders don't need to be... Your sleeves, it's fine. But the rest of it, I just feel... One of those guys has the very big pepperoni nipples. Did you see that? I mean, I... How could I, 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 I miss like, it? I mean, they're right there. They're right there. But I'm just saying, like, Nikita Lyons was like, all right, everybody, nobody's going to wear more revealing gear than me. And these two boys from the UK are saying, hold my lager. Because hold my dark Guinness brew. That's what they sell. It's nice and warm, just like they like it over there in the UK. Nice and warm. Room temperature. That's what they said. Hold my room temperature Guinness is what they said. You know, it's very, maybe this is just how the Europeans are these days. I don't know. They do the kissing on the both cheeks. Maybe they have one of one of those out, That's you know? True. The batter bat to one Jim Beard says, I called it, Alex, man. I can't wait to see Pretty Toxic become a thing. And we can get more horny in this on Tuesdays. Uh, yes, if here's the deal. Here's how, here's how you go, get away from it ever looking like a gay panic gimmick. You have Pretty Deadly start dating Gigi Dolan and, and JC Jane on screen. And they're just like, well, we just like these guys. Are, look, look how gorgeous they are. And that's why they become a thing. And then we'll never actually be able to say anything because that's what they'll do. Uh, Moxie Strokes says, coming from an a LGBTQ wrestler in training, I say, I'd say the gimmick coming from a 60 to 70 year old straight white male might not be the sort that we want to actually have a mainstream representation, just saying. And that is the question. Stormin Norm says, I'm on team grits. However, Kate has a point. Butter and cheese make everything better. Solo Uso for main roster. I can't do 2.0. I was born in the 80s. <laughs> Tom Lavalli says two bucks for the bluey shirt. Hell yeah. Uh thank you very much, Tom Lavalli. All right, let's 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 blow through all these ones here. Okay. Um NX uh, Bill Alphabet says NXT sexy new Aussie stable down under feeling featuring Indy, Persia, Duke, Zion, and Waller. They're definitely gonna call an, an Aussie stable down under. They should just um, call it like it'll be like 
swap, but the SWAP will stand for something, but we know yeah. they're trying to with each other. The batted to one jam beard says, uh, you know, my, my pretty toxic prediction. Well, guess who will be feuding with them? It'll be team Aussie featuring Loomis. That's true. Um, Diana and the H says, this is how we get the four way. D and D Dexter and, 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 uh, Oh, they're definitely having their own fatal four-way. Yeah. Um, uh, my my man is named Big D. Well, my man is Bigger D, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to be like, you know. The only thing I've liked in this whole angle happened tonight, and it was just someone screen grabbed Dexter Loomis's face at the right moment. It was like, no, Dexter, you should team with him. And Dexter Loomis looked at him like... <laughs> it was so good. Just so wide-eyed at, like, I'm going to tag with this guy. That's right. Uh, Mark Losper says, I'd say training people sucks more than NXT, but it probably doesn't. Yeah, Godspeed, Mark Losper. Um, uh, now, uh, for Tony D's uh, muscle, a.k.a. Fabian Eichner, by the way, has never been actually reported that that's what he's going to be, but people are saying it online. Uh, Bill Alphabet says, Mario SpaghettiOs is a Greek-Italian hybrid. Um, and that bad to one jam beard says that uh, if he de debuts as Tony's muscle, he'll be named Frankie Boyardee. <laughs> um, but Josh Weaver has the best idea bring back the full-blooded Italians to work for Tony D Big Vito did like a, a, a um, Instagram video that. saying that he wanted to do it that'd be good Matt J. Hendricks says Mei Ying greater than sign Wendy Chu I have a hard time comparing those two it's things very difficult very difficult <laughs> um, we get uh, some about the the Steiner Storyline. James Bowers says, I love that WWE went from refusing to overtly recognize Braun as a Steiner to suddenly acting like the Steiners were always part of the WWE fold. WWE version of history is incredible. It is. What if it that's is. Braun turning heel? He's like, I don't know who that is. That's not my name. I'm Braun Breaker. Wow. Uh, Josh Weaver talking about the kidnapping says, at least when Kai and Ty choppy choppied Val Venus's pee-pee, he showed up the following week without his mojo. Continuity is key. There you go. Very true. Well, that's what happens when you stop taking Bluetooth, guys. There you go. Fed Worse says, wait, so why is Rick Steiner locked in a cage that he may or may not have been extracted from? I don't watch 2.0, although would it make a difference if I did? Anyway, free Rick Steiner, I guess. No, the point is, he was freed. We just don't know how. He is free. He's resting comfortably at home. Or in Mandy Rose's pool. Um, so uh, Ricardo, the bad guy, talking about grits. Grits. What about cream of wheat? Do they taste like ass? Cream of wheat. Is, is that? Same I don't thing? know what ass tastes like, but I don't think I've had cream of wheat. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Alphabet says Alpha Bill says grits and ass. The female double vest in the beach. <laughs> GNA, great wrestling G promotion. <laughs> GNA, that's great. It's great. Um, uh, remember, your dad was uh, kidnapped. Have we ever figured out what happened with that? With Paul uh, Elizabeth being being force uh, being force fed uh, grits and battered to one jam. Beard says, "Do the grits taste like ass?" Tall Paul. Please don't ask my dad that. No, don't let him do that. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, so my 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 Wesley and Ricochet pitch. Orion Ben 666 says, that's a great idea, Alex. That gives me true London and Kendrick vibes, or if you want them bad, 
pair them with Zelina for an MNM type team. Have a great show. Hashtag Team KX. Let's get everybody. We we love ideas. Ideas are good. Ideas are they are uh, good. good. Um, uh, Nerd Guru uh, says um, uh, <laughs> if if Charlotte or worse becomes undisputed women's champion, I'll blow a gasket. That'll be absolute dreck. I, I would say you should you should go out to the hardware store and buy an extra gasket so in case you do <laughs> blow one, you can re replace it very easily. Uh, Mark Losper says, I don't know what ass tastes like. What the hell did I miss today? It'll be fun to, to go back there and read it. Um, I almost say don't. Yeah. Just, just Nerd Guru says, just want to say, remember when main roster people going to black and gold was cool? Also, an absolute travesty that Evan Owens never got a full black and gold stint like Finn did. Man, that yes, it's true. He was only down there for a very short amount of time, and he, him going back there would have been amazing. He wanted to, but they wouldn't let him. Um, uh, uh, Jake Salazar says someone needs to tell SRS that nobody cares about WWE. You can build new sites with other promotions that are not WWE. Man, I unfortunately I feel like that is not the truth. Not is not the case. People do it's care. The about biggest crap. wrestling company in the world. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot of these still to get through and seven minutes to do it. Uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard says, not NXT chat, but shout out to Buff Bagwell for clowning Braun Strowman on Twitter today. Yeah, that was a, that was a bloodletting. My goodness. Um, the JW Pringle says, uh, this is a reminder that they, they might be giants, made a great album in 1990 called Flood. You should listen to it after the graps is over. It will brighten your mood. Why, why thank you, JW Pringle. Uh, I'll take that under advisement. I already put over Chris Cornell. Like, I'll go to him after. J.W. Pringle says, Easter is this Sunday. It's all full moon. It's also a full moon. Know what that means? That's right. Werewolf Jesus. I'm um, in. I, I, I like it better if it's the Easter werewolf who comes along and, and uh, leaves all the eggs instead of the Easter bunny. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Alphabet says, I translated the Morse code. I'm sending help. Uh, in my lights, I believe. It was lights. <laughs> um, uh, lights on at Alex's house. Tom Valley says, so I didn't watch NXT because, duh, but I know the reputation. And I got to ask, did Alex just yada yada sex? No, we yada yada kidnapping. It's different. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Kirai says they already what changed. A sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean, you can take the extra minute out of my paycheck. We need to pause and acknowledge. No, 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 no. We yada yada kidnapping. It's yeah. way different than yada yada in sex. It's true. Werewolf Jesus versus Man Bun Jesus, says Valab. Um, man Bear Pig? Man Bear Pig. Um, and then uh, Joseph Kirai says, Werewolf, uh, well, no, it says, they already changed Roxy's name. To Roxanne, I just noticed it on her socials. Yeah, so she's definitely gonna. Somebody's definitely gonna come out and sing the very hip, very modern song that Bruce Pritchard knows. Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light. Um, Tom Lavalley says, "Is Damian Priest in Alex's neighborhood right now because of the lights?" <laughs> um, uh, Joey Castro says, "Thank you for expressing my frustration with WWE and NXT in such a thorough and thoughtful way each week. Love you both and the SGS. May you feast on grits, ass, gabagool, or whatever gets you through." Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Harry Azawa says, "I'm cracking up here with Kate's puns. Please never change. You're the best." 
Oh, so much. If I could give up puns, I would have a long time ago, but it's just in my blood. Kalex says, right, I was like, Ryan Sullivan says, I think we need a musical episode of Sour Graps. This is not related to anything. Just would be really funny to hear you guys sing your opinions. <laughs> this booking is shit. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, adrenaline in my soul. Werewolf Jesus is my bro. I like um, it. Uh, <laughs> Alpha Bill says, just wanted hi. to say hi. Hi, hi Bill. Thank you. Hi, Bill. Um, uh, so uh, Mark Quill says, long live SGH. Good night, Kate, Alex, and friends. Good night. Um, uh, so, oh yeah, uh, fucking Penta versus CM Punk is happening tomorrow. I know! Elite Dan says, took a break from all the baseball to hang out. I hope NXT didn't ruin your night. If it did, remember that Penta versus Punk happens tomorrow. And then Matt J. Hendricks says, let's talk about something actually good. Penta versus Punk is gonna hump! Yeah, it is. It's gonna be so good. Because everything CM Punk does is so good. That's why yeah. I quoted his promos earlier tonight. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. I have uh, three and a half minutes to get through the jukebox. James Bowers says, can, I, uh, can we get AEW William Regal talking about the grumpy pensioners who now watch the other channel? Oh, my Lord. If they would just come come over here to where, where I'm doing business now, then they wouldn't have all these things to... And I know the Nikita Lions is getting their blood pressure. These, these poor old pensioners, their pacemakers are going to explode with all the blood pressure from, from uh, uh, blood returning to areas that has never actually been to in a long time. Uh, uh, I Am La Lucha says, Kate, are you scared Panta might kill Punk? You have 20 seconds to answer. No, because DM Punk is the best in the world. And uh, the best in the world doesn't lose to anybody. And also, I'm very excited for Joe versus Suzuki. I'll just throw that in there. Um, <clears throat> B. Pringle has uh, Tony D's Country Corner, Small Town Saturday Night by Hal Ketchum. So Tony D's going to read this thing. If it can load. All right. There's an Elvis movie on the marquee sign. We've all seen at least three times. Everybody's broke. Bobby's got a buck. Put a dollar's worth of gas in his pickup truck. We're going 90 miles an hour down a dead-end road. What's the hurry, son? Where you gonna go? We're gonna howl at the moon, shoot out the light. It's a small town Saturday night. It's a small town Saturday night. Eh, Gabagool. A uh, dollar uh, is not gonna get him through all those adventures <laughs> in today's economy? Please. I think it's probably an older version. Nope. Nope. Modern day. Wow, interesting. All right, and the last one. The Better to One Jam Beard says, can we get an alt-rock lounge with Walter singing Superman's Dead by Our Lady Peace? <clears throat> of course we can. <clears throat> do you worry that you're not liked? How long do you break? You're happy because you smile, but how much can you fake? An ordinary boy, an ordinary name, but ordinary is just not good enough today. No, a woo Ow, 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 I'm thinking alone, 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 alone. I'm thinking, why, yeah, 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 Superman's dead. Yeah, 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 is it in my head? Yeah, 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 we'll just laugh instead. Worry about the weather, whether or not you should hate, hate, hate. Kate likes to hate, hate, hate. Kate, where can they find you? You can find me, hopefully on May 5th, at Malcolm Vivid's stand-up show in New York City, by the way. 
We should mention that, which rules. But you can catch me at Miss Kayfabe on Twitter. You can catch me on the Mark Order Pod every Wednesday where we talk all things all elite, AW Rampage, and SmackDown post show on Friday nights on Fightful YouTube when Sean bothers to show up. He co-hosts with me. When not, that guy does. And we yeah. have a lot of fun. Um, tomorrow night, I'll be on the on this here channel with Sean Ross Sop talking AEW, talking Penta versus Punk. And on Monday... Kate's going to join me and we're going to talk about a double wedding in the 24-7 division. She's going to love it. I'm going to hate it. Keep cool, gobble ghouls. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.